This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And here is what the midterms will certainly impact. That's America's approach towards Russia. The Republicans want Joe Biden to take a tougher line against Russia. But Washington still does not want to shut the door for engagement. Here is an example of that. Officials of the US and Russia are talking again. What's the purpose behind this dialogue? Both sides want to resume inspections of atomic weapons sites. Start Treaty's Bilateral Consultative Commission, the BCC. Uh, that's the bilateral mechanism for discussing treaty implementation issues under uh, the New Start Treaty. Uh, we have agreed that the BCC will meet in the near future uh, under the terms of the New START Treaty. The, the work of the BCC uh, is confidential, but we do hope uh, for a constructive session. What is this all about? Let me explain. This dialogue is about the START Treaty. That's short for the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty. It is a pact for nuclear arms reduction. To put it simply, the treaty is a way for both the US and Russia to reduce the number of nukes they can deploy against each other. The first version was signed in the 1990s. The talks on the issue were suspended after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Russia barred US inspectors from visiting its nuclear sites. And that's how both sides made sure that they were in compliance with the treaty. US inspectors paid visits to Russian nuclear sites and vice versa. Moscow blocked the last attempt by America in August this year, but on-site inspections have been suspended since March 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So what exactly is happening now? Efforts are underway to resume these inspections. The US and Russia are taking the first steps. Reports say officials from both sides will be meeting in Cairo soon. On the face of it, this might seem like a de-escalation. The nuclear rhetoric, especially from Russia in recent months, had intensified. So it might look like both the US and Russia are trying to dial down the tensions. But don't let the announcements confuse you. There is serious mistrust between the US and Russia. Uh, we have seen nothing to indicate uh, that the Russians are at the present moment uh, willing to engage in good faith negotiations. Uh, there would be a number of ways the Russians could signal uh, their willingness, their ability to engage uh, in dialogue and diplomacy, good faith dialogue and diplomacy uh, with Ukraine. One would be to stop the bombing of civilian targets, to stop pursuing infrastructure, to stop pursuing heating, water, electricity uh, for the people of Ukraine. Another would be uh, to stop with what appears to be um, at, at best indiscriminate targeting of residential areas. So America clearly remains skeptical, but it is still willing to take the plunge. Why does the Biden administration want to talk to Russia? What is driving this engagement? Here is the U.S. National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, with an explanation. I believe that it is our responsibility to keep lines of communication open, even with our adversaries, uh, so that at the end of the day, 
um, we can try to avoid the worst possible outcomes at a minimum and look for opportunities for more. Uh, I do believe that maintaining channels of communication uh, is in the interest of the United States. I also believe it is in the interests uh, of every country who is affected by this conflict. Washington has apparently nudged Kiev to walk the same path. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has changed course. Earlier, he wanted Vladimir Putin to go out of power to start a peace dialogue with Russia. He seemed to have dropped that demand. Zelensky has imposed new but tougher demands for a dialogue. He wants Ukraine's territorial integrity to be restored, which means Russian forces stepping back and Moscow reversing its annexation of Ukrainian regions. Zelensky has also demanded punishment for war criminals and financial compensation for all material losses. До таких переговорів, які ми неодноразово пропонували і на які завжди отримували божевільні російські відповіді новими терактами, обстрілами чи шантажем. Ще раз, відновлення територіальної цілісності, повага до статуту ООН, відшкодування усіх збитків, завданих війною, покарання кожного воєнного злочинця і гарантії, що це не повториться. Це абсолютно зрозумілі умови. Russia is facing pressure from Europe and China as well. Recently, the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz was in Beijing. He met with the Chinese President Xi Jinping. Both the leaders sent out this message to Moscow. President Xi and I agree that nuclear threats are irresponsible and highly dangerous. By using nuclear weapons, Russia would cross a line which the world community drew together. And Russia is sending out messages as well. Russian diplomats in Vienna have been quite busy. They circulated another note at the International Atomic Energy Agency, or IAEA, the second one in a month. What does that note say? Two paragraphs are worthy of attention. Here is the first one. The most immediate task is to avoid any military clash of nuclear powers. That implies Moscow is not looking for an escalation. But in the same breath, Russia also reserved its right to use nuclear weapons. Listen to this carefully. The Russian nuclear strategy allows it to hypothetically resort to nuclear weapons. That's classic Russian playbook. Moscow knows how to keep everyone guessing about its next move. 